Welcome to Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. Representative Ryan, welcome to another report to your constituents. This week, we'd like to talk about something that is an evil truth that everyone in our nation is talking about, whether they want to or not, and that is inflation and its effects on really everyone and everything around us. We saw gas start to shoot up, and then we start to see food start to shoot up, and then we start to see wages start to shoot up, and now we're just saying, where does this end? It's a, it's spiraling out of control. Give us some good news, or just give us give us something to stabilize us here, Frank. Absolutely. Chuck, what's really important is that we as lawmakers understand what our citizens are going through. I, I specialize in keeping companies out of bankruptcy. been a legislator for six years by the time I end my term in November when I leave office. And, and I will tell you, uh, a lot of times people who are in positions of authority, be it corporate executives or labor union leaders or legislators or governors, we frequently don't see what the average person is going through. People are struggling. I, get, I do the, the grocery shopping in the Ryan household. And I, I was jokingly saying to my wife the other day, as I was going in to get some grapes, and the bank had a, a home equity line of credit application there so I could afford to buy them. And, and it's, it's just crazy cereal going up. But we can bank that there's going to be shortages. Uh, and that's some of the things I want you to be aware of, is that we're starting to see, in addition to the inflation issue, we're seeing supply chain disruptions of diesel fuel, I've been getting reports from truckers across the board uh, that that is happening, which that's going to put even greater pressure on prices. Now, so some of the the takeaways, I'm going to encourage people if they see a shortage and they're starting to see, we just saw with cat food a couple weeks ago, uh, baby formula is another. Try, and I know this is, this goes against the, the human grain. What people do is they go out, it's, if you recall, we had the toilet paper scare. Uh, the hoarding. The hoarding. I mean, I, <laughs> a friend of mine jokingly said he said he's got enough toilet paper. He's got to live 15 more years to outdo it. But I would encourage you to be careful about that because the, the mere act of hoarding causes more hoarding, which then causes disruptions in the supply chain. And, and you're going to say, well, why should I care about the supply chain? If my baby needs formula, they need formula. And, and I get that. Uh, and I get that. And I would implore us as state legislators and the executive branch, uh, the federal uh, government as well, uh, to get things in gear and bring in uh, formula from Europe. Because if, you're, if you've got an infant, that infant might not have any other option. Yeah. What we're saying is if your baby needs formula, buy formula. But don't buy formula in case maybe you'll have a baby that might need formula one day. That's probably the smartest way you could ever possibly say it. Um, I, a friend of mine was telling me the other day, he said he, he was – he saw that, that there was a shortage of some fresh fruit, so he started hoarding, hoarding it. And I said, what are you going to do with it? Yeah. He says, what do you mean? Like, my wife and I will occasionally go to Costco. And, and so I said, well, I, I don't want to buy four pounds of grapes because I can't eat that many grapes in a week. I don't want to eat four pounds of grapes. So my wife said, well, we can freeze them. Right. And I freeze them, and I forget I put them in the freezer. Right. And, and, and so you, you just want to use your judgment in that. Uh, for those that don't remember, we had a gas shortage during OPEC back in the 1970s. And it was not abnormal to see people getting in line to get gas, and they filled up and got a gallon and a half of gas. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, all they did was they used a gallon and a half gas to get a gallon and a half gas. You know, use your judgment. Now, I do appreciate what that means. I wouldn't let it go empty. So, as an example, if you have a situation where you've got some shortages of, we saw, uh, you know, baked beans was a, a shortage as an example. You, you might want to get enough for a week, but don't buy a four-month supply because the shelf life says you can hold on to it. The other thing that I, because all that will do is increase inflationary pressures. So all of a sudden they're selling out of it, and the only way they can control it is to increase the price. The other thing that I want to caution people about is with surpluses and hoarding. Once they start to ramp up production and they fill the shelves back up again, then all of a sudden you're looking at it and say, well, I've got 10 months worth of supply. Then you don't buy. Then those products sit on the shelves. Then they end up getting thrown away. And then the manufacturer says, well, I was making way too much of it. So you start this nasty cycle. It's a wave cycle, we call it. And, and so I encourage people to be careful. The other thing that I have to do, and this is um, in government, please f- I encourage every citizen to be aware of. Government almost has an incentive to keep inflation high because that increases tax revenues. And one of the things that I'm telling my peers and my colleagues is, is that's a very deceptive argument because then what happens is if your pay is going up 3%, but inflation's 8.6%, you just lost 5%. Same thing's happened with interest rates. So I'm cautioning everybody right now, the best thing you can do, preserve your spending, preserve your cash, be prepared for when the economy goes into a recession so that you can withstand it and get your debt under control. If you have a lot of credit card debt, start paying off your credit card debt. We as legislators, we need to be focused on increasing the supply of fuel oil, increasing and working with the federal government to allow the pipelines to be reopened and to reaffirm. We've got tremendous energy independence in Pennsylvania. Allow us to benefit from that. We're an agricultural state encouraging consumption of local produce, milk, tremendous access to milk in in this area in Pennsylvania. Let's use the resources we have, use them effectively, and work together to get out of this problem. This has been Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan.